0: Hey, everybody. Fantastic episode of the morning show today. Pretty gnarly stuff. The show is brought to you by us, by our newsletter. Sign up at the nifty.com, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com.
1: This is the NFT morning show. We're diving right into it. We do this show pretty much every day, Monday through Friday. Sometimes I'm hosting, sometimes Pio's hosting. Right now he's lurching ominously behind Clemente, who's on his camera. And it's just like, it's creepy. It's like, oh, look at me. I'm busy doing work over here. Look at me. I'm just uh, typing on my computer, doing really important things. Don't mind me. Um, Pretend I'm not even here. Pretend I'm not even here. He's like looking inside the window being like, hey, if you mess up, I'm going to come over there and I'm going to take the mic from you. Uh, This is, uh, but we do things differently this day. Hey, we have speakers today and I'm grateful for that. Uh, maybe we add some speakers. I have no idea. Maybe we got crazy and carried away. Uh, this show, we discuss NFT trading, which is really just a waste of money for most people. It's basically a show about how we lose money on a consistent basis. And once in a while, Easy makes a trade where he makes money, comes to us and brags about it. And then uh, we all, it leaves a glimmer of hope deep inside of us, leading us to occasionally make continued poor purchase decisions. And so that's what this show is all about. It's about um, buying things, losing money, but having fun while doing it. Some people talk about, say that we discuss economics. We're not economists. I took an economics course once, but that's not what we're discussing. Uh, P.O. on is a co-host, but I'm going to skip over him because he's silent today. We got kicks. Just another guy, Easy's another dude, and Bunny. I another just another guy on stage right now. Clemente is our producer, um, and they're all doing things. They're all present. They're all with it, which is very exciting. Uh, we're going to be discussing today Bitcoin and Ethereum's price. Which, uh, woo! Wish I had bought more of that Solana when I bought it as well, dude. Solana's up, finally making that march up, up ten percent, I think, from where I entered. And I think it's reasonable to expect a 25% return on that trade. Um, The question is, are we going to get fierce resistance at this level? You know, we'll be diving into that. Uh, We're at a key level, though. I've seen this play out before. We've seen the resistance around this level. So Also, when
2: everyone's getting all like, you know, braggy, braggy, waggy, like, you know, bull market's back. That's when I started to get a little nervous,
1: you know. I can't afford an apartment in New York. That's the situation that I'm dealing with right now. You know, it's like uh, I, I deserve three bedrooms. Excuse me, but uh, I yeah, can, but I can't afford that. Bullshit! It's complete nonsense. We're also going to be discussing. Uh, if you, oh, this is a new one. If you have any insights or would like to contribute to the conversation, we're going to try this again. We're going to let people on stage. A lot of you have been fearful of coming on stage. Take that fear and throw it out the window. Start your day right. Start your day right. I know by the end of the day, the world beats you down and it says, it says, yo, that fear was justified. That concern, the negative voice inside your head was justified. Well, in the morning, it's not. It's not justified in the morning because you started a new day. So be like a baby who doesn't have any of those preconceived notions predispositioned to to failure. That doesn't exist. For your mind. A baby, a baby falls down and looks to you if it was okay. So the baby inherently did not care about falling down. I saw this happen the other day. I witnessed oh, it wow. from my friend's child. That, How old? About eight months. So it was moving on past you crawling. It was yeah. st- it was starting to like climb on everything basically. And it was holding on to a chair yeah. that was sliding on the wood. And I was like, every action that the baby takes, you're like, oh, oh, is it going to die? Like, from, from that yeah. or, be, or be injured?
2: Yeah. From my experience, you can drop an eight month old baby no problem. It's usually <laughs> the ones like under a month where you know you could, you've got to be real careful about those. But like eight months, they can, they can take some spills. <laughs> you, could, you could just drop them on the ground. Well, I've watched an eight-month-old uh, uh, or a one-year-old fall down a flight of stairs and just got right up. No problem. Flight of stairs. That's a big one. That's a yeah, big one. They just rolled It hit every step, just like a barrel coming down you gotta, the stairs.
1: You, you got to just let him know. You got to look them dead in the face and not have any look of concern.
2: I was actually impressed. They kind of tucked their arms in. They kind of did a tuck and roll. Like, that's just, you know, that's just genetical Genetical you know, passed on tens of thousands, <laughs> if not millions of years, of just understanding how to tuck and roll. That's like when I,
1: have you seen birds like you have to just jump off a cliff? Yeah, and hope you can fly. A lot of them die. Yeah, They'd usually cut out the ones that die. A good amount
2: of them just hit the ground. This is the moment. This is the moment. Yeah.
1: We just arbitrarily, this is the time when you can't fly by now. You ain't
2: gonna make it, not gonna make it's like it like crypto. Like crypto, everyone's got to jump eventually and a couple people just
1: are going to hit the ground. Smash. Dude, shout out to those genetical, you know, birds that, that, <laughs> with good geneticals. <laughs> Have you checked your geneticals recently, Kix? I don't know. I'm actually a little paranoid about doing that
2: because, you know, I like to keep my, my DNA out of the reach of private companies. I don't want to be resurrected like 300 years from now. Some weird experiment. <laughs> uh, so yeah,
1: I, I avoid the genetical research. Yo, uh, not your dad says, why does Clemente allow these to happen? These conversations that were occurring. I, look, I, I would apologize, but I'm not sorry. Let's dive into uh, the show. Well, it turns out we have a sponsor again today. We were discussing yesterday, we got to do an NFT with these guys uh, because they understand they are of the same essence. It's almost like we were birthed from the same parents, except we didn't raise hundreds of millions of dollars of funding whereas this company did. Uh, so like
0: That's what they call a brother from another mother is what the technical term for it is.
1: Yeah, but why didn't I get action to the, their inheritance? That's my question. And so maybe SoRare can answer that for me. Look, they're one of the biggest games of cryptos with millions of registered users. It's free to play. Uh, pinned to the top, like yesterday, is a tweet. You can retweet it, reply to it, but most importantly, click the link. Uh, because those that register with the link this month have a chance of winning this rare Mike Trout card. Mike Trout, not a fish. A lot of people think that uh, he's a fish. But no, he is uh, you know, an all-time baseball player right now. I wasn't familiar with him before because who pays attention to the Angels? Like, is that really a team that anybody pays attention to? I don't know. But clearly, people do because they finally got a good player. And that player is Mike Trout. And you're going to want to collect that card. In March, they had $17 million in sales volume. Compare that with our sales volume, which was zero. So I think that that's uh, a comparable thing. I'd say it's quite impressive. They just started up their second season of fantasy sports for the MLB. They recently partnered with the Premier League. You saw that. You know about that because that was on our show. We talked about that. That was a big deal. So Rare has closed basically the majority of professional leagues at this point in time outside of the NFL. If they get into fantasy football, dude, it's game over. PGA Tour. I think they're working with the PGA Tour right now, which I'm very excited for. If they could get the fantasy football working, then we could be doing fantasy football on SoRare. During, during the tournaments. Or March Madness. That I mean, are going
3: head-to-head
2: with DraftKings, you know, like a $10 billion company at that point. So,
1: yeah, big you deal. Could, you could do March Madness, but I don't think the there's not same li- the similar licensing things. That's like a whole situation. College sports is like a whole uh, challenging thing. Yeah. It's sort of like when you have parents that you are like, your yeah, you're going to be a child star and I'm going to take all of your income. Exactly. Which... Feels valid. Like I'm like, think about how expensive having a baby is, and having multiple babies. I kind of deserve for you to become a star and start working by the age of five, and that's what So Rare has to say about children. I'm just kidding. Uh, if you want to uh, participate in fantasy baseball, or even if you want a chance to win that Mike Trout card, go sign up thenifty.com/soRare. There's also a separate link up at the top, which I think auto-enrolls you in uh, the current tournament that's going on, so you may want to use that link that's tweeted, pinned to the top, check it out. Let's dive into the weather report, which it turns out we're a couple minutes behind on because we were discussing throwing babies down So uh, and how far they can drop, so appreciate that, Kix. Kix, you're on the weather report today. Let's dive in. Yeah, no problem. I think
2: there's some people out there that you know are are going to remember that conversation when they have their first child and and drop their baby and be like, hey, everything's fine. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, the eleventh of April, twenty twenty three. Total market volume coming in at sixty nine billion dollars. That's got to be good luck or something. Blur forty seven million. Open C twelve. Looking over at the leaders, we got Apes trying to hold on to sixty. Mutant sitting down at thirteen. Punks busted below 60, 57.9. They're getting blur chopped. Azuki, 14.5. D Gods, 9.4. Captain's looking good, 6.5. Pudgies, 4.4. Moonbirds trying to stay above 3E, 3.1. Don't join Clone X in Doodles below 3E. You're off the leaderboard. Over the last 24 hours, a 5 oh. Primate Mega Force minted yesterday. These are Genesis Price uh, pieces for the game. Recently, the team hired the creator of Magic the Gathering as an advisor. This guy's advising them. Anyone who minted will be airdropped a free card. Floor at 0.15 E. Reddit avatars are slated to launch this afternoon. This is the third generation collection and includes some popular returning artists. Gotta love Tyler Faust. Roham, and of course, the Fatty Bags, everyone's favorite. Alts by Adidas, a dynamic PFP, which requires holders to burn into the metaverse NFTs, has been pumping. Alts are used to tell an interactive story, which will eventually reveal itself. Alts are up 40% after hitting a new all-time high at 0.55, slight retracement back to 0.527. Lastly, CanPiPanda Pandas, one of the first ever Omnichain projects with collections on seven chains. I didn't even know there were seven chains. Announced that they will do the final mint for the last 1,000 pandas on Solana. The ETH collection has a floor price of 1.57 ETH. The Solana allow list mint pass costs just under three ETH and the mint will be $400. Quickly looking over at crypto, it's looking good. Bitcoin above 30K, ETH above 1900, Solana above
1: 22 bucks, Ape, just chugging along, 4.3. Back to you in the studio. Apecoin is showing some solid action there. Pretty interesting considering, and uh, those that were yielding, well, it looks like jokes on us for not yielding. Uh, we could have been making more money than treasury bonds, which is uh, pretty much where I've been putting money over and over and over again and just collecting a little bit of free cash, you know? Maybe offset some of those expenses for that extra apartment size that uh, I need in New York City. Let's dive into the newsletter, which we send out every single day. Uh, There was a one minute delay this morning in sending the email, but don't worry, uh, 80,000 of you got the email newsletter this morning. Shout out to all of you that received the newsletter. Uh, Garbage Friends, the anticipated NFT collection launches Garbage University, we discussed this yesterday, a platform designed to cultivate and discover future garbage collectors, while some users raise concerns over the extensive uh, the website's extensive Twitter permissions. Um, that's interesting. Uh, Clemente's pulled that up on screen. The Twitter allows you to see tweets from your... Well, we'll dive into the details with this afterwards. Fire, a browser extension that provides real-time transaction checks to prevent Web3 scams and currently scans wallets on multiple blockchains, raised $3.5 million in funding led by Atomic. Congratulations to them. Presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. accuses White House and big banks of colluding to crack, crack down on cryptocurrencies and warns of dangers of CBDCs as the, as Fed now launches in July. Robert Kennedy, he's got my vote. Yeah, me too. They were also colluding about crack. He was one of the ones that was doing crack.
2: Yeah, the White House was doing a ton of crack when they came up with these rules.
1: Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. So yeah, it was a little bit um ludicrous, but uh, you know, I appreciate Robert Kennedy's commentary. Let's dive into the top talk top talk it. <laughs> 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 top topics of today. Top <laughs> Let's dive into the Hot Pockets. Uh, we have less speakers today, by the way, as well, because uh, signals on a plane, EZ's, I on stage somehow, but I don't know what it what his transportation situation is.
3: Um, I'm here, Nick. I'm heading to the airport, Nick. Are you eating a Hot, hot Pocket? Hot Pockets. Yum. Okay, I guess
1: that's a no. Well, it sounds great. Uh, so first first thing, which is the biggest story right now, uh, look, crypto is pumping. I, I checked this morning and I was like, holy damn, it hit the price target that we've been having. But of course, your boy sold some of his before then. But uh, Solana is moving, chugging along, chug-a-lug-a-lug. Look. Looking good. Yeah. And interesting thing about Solana, not...
2: Uh, not many other things showed relative strength versus Bitcoin, especially not in the top 50. In fact, Solana is the only coin in the top 50 to go up uh, 10%, which actually beat Bitcoin in terms of 24-hour gains.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I can see that. Um being the case, and that's why we're on it is I think that the upside potential with the Solana right now uh, is far better than uh, Bitcoin. That's usually how it happens. Um, it's yeah, but just- like
2: Poly- Polygon only up two point three percent, AVAX up five percent. Um, so a Dogecoin two point seven, Cardano five. So like Solana really made a move. So you you picked the right horse there, Nick.
1: To, to be fair, Solana's been, sl- been slow with its action, whereas like uh, Matic um, has had way more action. In nice run-up. Um, yeah,
2: nice run-up from 70 cents and, for
1: sure. So, um, we're, we're hitting a key level, though, on ETH right now. Uh, if you look on the weekly, which is around 1930-ish uh, range, 1930, 1935, somewhere in that space, that's where I have a key box that's been uh, pushed here. And we hit that before, back in August... Uh, and then, uh, yep. again, it, it got retested, rejected. And, uh, I've seen people calling. I mean, the next level for for ETH after 19,000, I could see a nice run up to like as high as 22,000. But, oh, sorry, 2200. My apologies. 22,000. 22,000. That's where it is. That's an obviously, obviously <laughs> natural. I need step. a log off
0: this and, <laughs> and log right now.
1: Um, no, twenty two hundred. But there's a lot of chop up in this yeah. uh, space. It, uh, if you look back at May, May, uh, it found yeah. a lot of choppiness back there. So it's it's a little bit harder to predict this range. Um, but it twenty it, uh, two hundred is a nice one on the weekly. Um, yep. So yeah. Uh, by the way, Ita, I'm feeling a little cautious right here, Nick. Like you know, I feel like.
2: Your bags should have already been packed at this point. I don't think this is a point to start packing bags or or add into your luggage. Uh, you, you, if you didn't pack your bags right now, probably not the best time to get in. Um, looking over at normal equities, listen to this fun fact. Guess where Apple stock is? 8% uh, off of all-time highs. Only 8% off of all-time highs. Uh, meta is up almost 3x from the lows. So when I look at risk on assets across the board,
1: I it's, think I think the upside starting to get a little limited here. Uh, 8% is not the correct math, uh, but it's close. Uh, it it dropped a little bit. It dropped a little bit like two days ago. But like before that, it's it's like local top
2: within the last week was 8% off the highs, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, we're, we're down 11%, but same, same, you know? Yeah. Um and, and right now it, it's on, it looks like it you know rounded the bin and is coming down a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, your favorite guy, Mr. B- John Bollinger, would uh, say, mm-hmm. you know, it's still looking uh, actually like an uptrend at the moment uh, if you were speaking to John. Um, but yeah Johnny Johnny called the squeeze on Bitcoin yesterday.
2: Really? Yeah, on Twitter. He literally said, "This is the tightest Bollinger band I've seen in years." Are you being serious? Yeah, uh, I, I can. Uh, I can send you the link. He like actually has it. Actual I didn't know he had John right Bollinger actually tweeted actual that. John Bollinger is trading Bitcoin
1: right here. Wow. Uh, here's another wow so this is what he says he has a tweet where he says here's another view of the btc squeeze using trend spiders multiple time frame analysis you can see a squeeze and expansion is already underway on the higher time frame time frame while squeeze excuse me is setting up on the lower time frame fractal fractals
2: baby and here's the thing nick so um bitcoin also remember when i told you that the monthly macd was looking real good um we're about a month away from it turning green. So your, your call of like E 2200, Bitcoin, maybe thirty two thirty four, 34. Um, yeah, I, I could definitely see that happening, like going into May potentially. Um, but then they say sell in May and go away. But the interesting thing about like Bitcoin at like 34, that's pretty much a, a full like 50% off of the all-time highs and also being a little bit more of a two X off of the lows. So it's an interesting
1: kind of battlegrounds at, at that price point. Um, do, do we think crypto follows the same, sell and May, go away? I mean, last June, it got absolutely demolished. Um, yeah, in 2021. Me, remember,
2: it, it? like ETH went all the way, Bitcoin almost hit all time highs in, in late April, early May, and then crashed in 2021. Remember, ETH went all the way down to like seventeen hundred in May. I remember I was at the PGA Championship on the bus to Kiwa Island, uh, buying some ETH at seventeen hundred. So
1: I was on the bus to Kiwa Island. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it does look like May was.
2: Watch good old Phil Mickelson get a W. He also got second place over the weekend. Old man can still swing.
1: Um, I but uh, I saw a clip of Tiger though. He was like limping off uh, a, a drive that he had. Yeah. That leg's
2: not looking good. He he just you know fully shattered that thing in the in the car accident. But everyone still loves him. Got a lot of cheers. Well, also dropping his own NFT project. No, I'm just kidding. But I was trying to pivot in.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we also got uh, the other subject matter here. Uh, actually, I'm trying to f- figure out which which of these uh, I want to discuss. Um, the CBD, the, the, we have queued up here. The, uh, Kennedy comment. Like here, I mean, we've been saying this all along. Here's the crazy thing. We've already seen some negative stuff coming from the government and what's been happening to the price of all of this stuff. It's been going up. Yeah. They called it a crackdown. It's more like a crack up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm cracking up, uh, from that joke. Wow. That was a hilarious one there. Kix. Yeah. <laughs> <In terms> of- <laughs> Uh, I don't know, like, what, the, the bigger question is, who 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 are the people that care about this subject, basically? Like, outside Nobody. of crypto, do, do primary consumers, like, give a shit about it? Like, I don't think they're— if you,
2: if you, Nick, if you go to someone and you say, are you excited about a CBDC, they're going to think it's a new, like, topical cream, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, a relaxant
1: that's the thing that i just don't understand why like i don't know i just don't envision uh, a world where the average person cares about this yet the media has been cr- like spinning an, a negative narrative about crypto just on an ongoing basis when was the last time that like you read an article that was like like an actual article The the only articles that always come out is basically when price goes up and they talk about, this kid bought Dogecoin and made millions of dollars on it. Like that, that's the story. And then everyone like hypes in, it's the same cycle that, that always happens. It's never like, hey, I finally figured out why crypto matters and here's why. Or it's not like, hey, the banks uh, literally continue to fuck us and make mistakes over and over and over again. And there's a group of people that are looking at an alternative solution. It's called uh, Bitcoin and the broader crypto space. They're all looking at all, at uh, solutions here because uh, we don't believe or trust the bankers, especially after we saw um, what's her name, what Janet Yellen. I can't I can't believe she's around. Like, wasn't she in the Clinton administration? She was in Nixon's. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no.
0: There is no way that that was the case. Um, Like, good old- She was born in 1946.
1: Okay. So That's this World War II. She's four years older than my mom. Um, but I think she was in, uh, she, she, I feel, that doesn't tell us anything, Clemente. You just told her her age. I said it's the she and the Clinton administration. She's like, yes, she is indeed. 78 or whatever whatever her age, age is. Um, yeah, she was uh, on the Federal Reserve, president of the Federal Reserve 2004. Yeah, 1997 to 1999, she was chair of the Council of Economic Advisors, uh, which is part of the president of the U.S. So yes, President Bill Clinton. She's been around for a hot minute dude like that that's that's like uh, a serious amount of time I mean shout out to her for her can you know uh, at least yeah. her service but right now she ain't you know who she ain't serving is the crypto market I mean if I was that old I'd probably hate crypto too Let's be honest well my mom doesn't seem to hate it Bunny what's your macroeconomic your take
4: America. here Oh we're screwed dude.
1: Hey, thanks for that. Let's move on to the next subject. Reddit avatars, third generation avatars go live. Uh, that sounds kind of like duplicative in that st- sentence but, uh, or phrase. Um, they're third generation <laughs> avatars go live. Um, I'm wondering, is there any like volume going on at this moment in time?
3: Nick, these are going to cook. Really? Yeah, they're going to print. There's like four or five. Not artists. all of them. No, Bunny, shut up. There's like four or five artists okay, that are going to Well, gonna That's, that's an approach. Sorry. <laughs> right. the, the Nyan Cat guy has one. That's going to do well. Tyler Faust has one. I think that does well. And then there's one that's called the Crypto King. And it's a one of 75 that I think is going to be the, the big winner today.
1: And what uh, do you go and mint those on Reddit?
3: It's on Reddit, a little bit of alpha for all 700 people in the space right now. The best way to buy it is actually through iPhone using Apple Pay.
1: Uh, so on the Reddit app?
3: Yeah, so it, it's through the mobile app is actually the best way to get these.
1: Okay. Uh, what time does that happen at?
3: I believe it's 11 a.m. is what people have been saying. There's, I, I don't think it's been officially confirmed, but some people smarter than me have determined 11 a.m.
1: Well, this is very exciting. Get all of your cell phones ready, and all of your accounts ready to go and buy. This is a Nyan Cap. The Nyan Cap one looks pretty sick.
3: The issue is that, that one is a funny. like a large supply, so like the ones that are all sub one hundred in like one twenty five range should be good. Tyler Faust is one of 20, 125. Crypto Kings one of seventy five. I think that, like I said, is a big winner. Then you also have a King of Diamond one. That's like a card one. That's one of a 111. And then there's a gold one called the Gold Artisma from an artist known as Artisma. And uh, I think that's one of the few gold ones that I think is going to be there's like probably five or six. Basically anyone under 150 supply should be at least a 2x in my opinion. I think this is where everyone's looking volume wise.
2: Yeah, and just to give you a little price comp so uh Tyler Faust is coming back. Easy said, I think that was like a 125 supply. So his, his first drop uh, was 1752 items and that floor is holding 0.4 ETH.
0: Well, uh, I was also looking at these, these golden ones this morning uh, from, I believe, season one. And I mean, they got a floor of 4.5 ETH and, and a couple of weeks ago they had a 3.5 ETH sale. So there's still volume on these and and they're holding up relatively well. Well, uh, Reddit has, but look, at this point,
1: Reddit is one of the biggest players in the uh, NFT space, what feels like moving forward, like what they're introducing, the amount of NFTs that have been collected, uh, the volume on secondary, which is holding pretty strong. Um, I mean, it's not the same level when all the hype was uh, a couple months ago, but, I mean, it, it's it's a project to keep your eye on, and uh, there was a lot of upside for people who minted. So uh, I'm going to take Easy's advice and see if I can buy some of these. Uh, but if everyone in this room is listening to it and they're trying to do the exact same thing, then
3: we're all competing against each other. No, Nick, don't worry. No one's listening. They're all focused on the Singaporean dollar, which is the primary asset that we should be focused on.
1: <laughs> well, and the I, dynamics. I associated with like the real question is, is with China's potential invasion of Taiwan, what impact is that going to have on the Nakamigos 4? And that's something that a lot of people... It's going to go
2: through the roof, Nick. Uh, The only thing I would caution on these, I do think like out the gate, these things could cook a little bit, but we have to keep in mind, this is the third generation, right? Like the real play was getting the first generation when no one was really on this. Now there's a lot more people on this. Um, It isn't isn't as... uh, you know, on the down low. Uh, but I, I still think some of these, especially the ones that Easy called out, you know, Easy don't miss. I'm sure those will do great.
3: I'll sadly miss all of them because I'm going to be on a plane. But I think that there's going to be some good opportunity. I think to kick this point, though. A lot of people are looking to flip these. The bigger thing is going to be what people on Reddit actually like. Because those are the ones who can't figure out how to move it off their vault. And that inherently limits the supply.
1: Uh, Well... We'll see what happens with these. I I'm not. Uh, I, I'm gonna just try and uh, mint them. That's that's all I know. Uh, hold on. We have an entire segment on the garbage friends allowless strategy. Do we care about this?
0: Well, I, I I thought actually you would you would find it interesting, Nick. Um, essentially what what they were doing is they they're creating this engagement loop of this garbage university by tracking your engagement on Twitter and see how much you engage with their various Twitter platforms. Um, and then to, so essentially they're, they're kind of farming engagement. And then up until that point, they're kind of creating a, a hype loop and an attention loop. Like they already had 10,000 people sign up for their platform, uh, yesterday. And, uh, but yeah, I, I, just thought it was interesting and I know you, you like this kind of stuff. So I wanted to, uh, see what you thought about it, about this kind of a allow list, uh, kind of farming, but um, they did actually, I, I got a DM saying that they changed their Twitter permissions to the bare minimum uh, as of this morning.
1: Well, we'll have to, uh, I, we've been trying to do some Twitter integration stuff so with uh, our platform. So that's something actually built in, or we've built in a uh, way to connect your account. I just haven't uh, deployed it yet. It's feature flagged as they say. Garbage Friends, you know, when we checked it out yesterday, I thought the art was pretty cool. Um, and uh, it, a lot of it is inspired by Invisible Friends, but it just has a different. It seems like Invisible Friends meets Garbage Pale Kids. Um, and they're building some uh, game dynamics here, which is really solid. Uh, so, and I, there's. They've also. Um, are these drinks real? I feel like this is uh, a joke, but okay. Well, what's the? So you're saying that the Twitter is the main is the main uh, focus of all this?
0: Yeah. So you essentially you sign up and you get a student ID, which is a soul bound token, and then through that it's linked to. I you know I didn't sign up for it because the permissions were kind of crazy. Um, but from that they then track your your Twitter activity and I'm assuming other checklists you need to do, kind of similar to like what Taproot Wizards is doing to a certain extent to uh, build attention and create a community around the upcoming uh, Garbage Friends collection. Although what I don't know is how and if Invisible Friends will will tie into all of this playing out because they did say that that was initially going to be the key and way to, uh, to get the Garbage Friends collection in the past. But they've been preparing this collection for the last year or so, if I remember correctly, the first Garbage Friends tweet came out in, in February of 2022. Hey, can you tell PO to
1: uh, quiet it down with the silverware over there? That'd be great. Thanks, PO. Uh, in terms of the Invisible Friends floor price, um, it's gone from one point nine four down to one point six nine nine nine. But uh, I, I, I think that aspect of it, like it, clearly the market is not rewarding uh, this new dynamic which is kind of annoying because it does seem like this is a, a pretty robustly developed product. Um, their, their website is uh, pr- pretty crazy. Um, and and it, they, they introduced all this interactivity, but uh, the market doesn't seem to care all that much. That said, Garbage Friends does have a ton of followers uh, and a decent amount of engagement. So I don't know. Uh, th- this could be uh, a pump. Kicks, do you have any interest in this? Easy. Do you have any interest in buying these or Easy's on the uh, requesting?
4: Yeah. I'm, I am don't know. It would be stuff. a cook from Mint, right? Yeah. But like, look at all the other price action on every other. I mean, there's like their 17th project, too, right? and it looks just like a derivative of invisible friends like it doesn't really move the needle for me but if i was gonna mint it like yeah you're gonna make money on it
3: Mint and flip it just like the other rcc's
1: i mean isn't mint and flip season dead like outside of knock amigos
3: no everything that comes out hot you can at least get like a two two and a half x as long as you're comfortable not waiting for a thousand x
1: but this sounds like an alternative uh, allow list grind, and then separately, you have uh, you have th- this integration with Twitter, which is not faring well at this point. So, so they,
0: they changed it, but it it does seem like if I had just a burner Twitter account, you know, why would I not try to get a, a this university thing and then like and do all their their quests or whatever it is that they're requiring for uh, for the allow list. I, you know,
1: congratulations to them. It sounds like they've built something interesting uh, out here. I, I, I wish them luck. I hope they succeed. Like I said before, Invisible Friends is a rug. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, seems like they're building something. So uh, it's nice to see them rolling something out. And it's Web3 native. The, the real thing that <clears throat> is sort of disappointing to see is a project like that not getting more interest um, and attention or floor price action as a result of what feels like a decent amount of effort uh, on their part. Uh, and so it's, what's really critical is what that engagement loop is. Um, and the market is not, uh, is not rewarding it at the moment. So shout out to Invisible Friends holders. I remember, I think P.O. sold one for like $15,000 or something like that. Uh, th- they were pretty expensive. I don't remember what the peak price of Invisible Friends was, but... It's like like around 7, 7, 8,
3: 7... They no, opened at actually, 11. did
1: these go up to 12?
3: They opened at 11 and a half.
1: Yeah, 11, 12. Yeah. The, when ETH was at what, 3,000? Definitely about 2,000.
3: Yeah, it was like 2,800 ETH and 11 and a half per, and then they quickly sold off down to like the 8, 7 range before uh, settling where they are now.
1: Thirty thousand dollars you could have sold an invisible friend for. I remember that allow list being quite contentious, a lot of people being angry about it because remember we all deserve thirty thousand dollars. Uh you know what else you deserve? You deserve a free NFT, a Mike Trout card. That's what you deserve. And the only way to get access to that is via our sponsor, So Rare. So Rare. Look, you've heard us say it again and again and again and again and again. They're a new type of fantasy game, powered by the blockchain, dynasty-based in nature, where players own their cards forever and can use them in all future seasons. You can say that sixteen times fast, right? You know this. You know. You know how the saying goes. They just open up their NBA league so everybody can join and compete. What? No. The, hey, we got some old copy in here. Alert! Alert! Old copy on the advertising side of things. This is wrong. Uh, So so they they just started their second season of the uh, MLB. Is that NBA thing? That's wrong, right? We're well into the NBA season. That has to be incorrect. Um, Every card has their own XP point status, so the more you play, the better your cards get. They've attracted longtime investors, Alexis Ohanian, Serena Williams, Gerard Peake, Blake Griffin, and Rudy Gobert. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did all those people also invest in Theranos? No, I guess they did. I don't think they did. It seems like our team is telling me, no, they didn't. Uh, They only invested in some of the top startups alongside some other major startups, SoftBank, Benchmark, Excel, Liontree. They're they're massive. uh, And they have the resources to show it. And they have the revenue and engagement to show it. They partnered with the uh, athlete ambassadors Kylian Mbappe, we remember the disappointment during the World Cup. I was rooting for France, for France, as they would say. And unfortunately, they didn't come through and they lost. And that was a disappointment. Aaron Judge, Carl anthony Towns, Lionel Messi. Anyways, retweet the tweet, sign up, and have a chance to get that Mike Trout card. There's a new tier of blue chips that have formed. We discussed this yesterday as well, You know, I said, what are the projects that matter? And it was devastating this morning to see a couple of those projects drop off. Kix, how did you feel emotionally when they got kicked off about Doodles and Clonex being gone?
2: I mean, that's just a sign of the times, you know? Like, if you you want to be a blue chip, your price has got to show it, right? If there's people, if there's projects with higher prices, you know, we only have so much room on the leaderboard. You know what I mean? We can't just extend the leaderboard you know, we got to make cuts here. I'd be happy if they came back, you know, but they got to get above three ETH to earn that privilege to be back on the leaderboard. That's just how the game works. Uh, moonbirds are shaky too. You know, Moonbirds have a special place in my heart. They drop below three, they're off the leaderboard.
1: Man, uh, well, you're either above the line or you're below the line. And that has to do with today's code for the free NFT as well. So if, yeah. uh, if I you. I mean,
2: Nick. NASDAQ, if, you're, if your stock price drops too much on NASDAQ, they kick you out, right?
1: Uh, yes, that is correct, actually. I think if you're sustained lower than a dollar for a period of time, you'll get you'll start getting letters threatening you to keep your price above $1. Can you believe that? Reverse could you, stock spread. Could you imagine if OpenSea was like, uh, you need to keep your price above $1? We'd have to buy it, all of our NFTs, basically. That's the only way we could do it. And all the time, it would be floor sweeps going on. Uh, you don't want to do a reverse stock split in the NFT space, and you don't want to because you technically can't. I want to give some people an opportunity to speak. If you got something to say about the latest uh, group of blue chips and/or uh, a project that you've got your eyes on, you can't you can't own it. You got to be considering it. Raise your hand, and we'll let some people on stage. But in the interim. Right now, we got the three top, the outside of Board Ape Yacht Club, D-Gods, Captains, Pudgy Penguins. Those are the three that matter at this moment in time. Azuki. Sorry, Azuki. My bad, man. Why didn't we have that on there? Azuki. Azuki, as they say. Uh, So Azuki, D-Gods, Captains, Pudgy Penguins. And Pudgy uh, has come off of where I sold mine at. I'm interested in getting back in. Um, I don't know the price at which I'm interested in Pudgy. Maybe three ETH. The problem is, it's hard to sustain the, the uh, momentum. DGods has, is having a moment right now. Frank's doing a great job, and I think that the uh, Bitcoin action has built some uh, momentum here. The transfer across chains has built some momentum, but uh, I don't know how they uh, continue to sustain that. Um, and so, if there's any gap in uh, time of deliverables, floor prices just get punished. What are, are we sub well, three years? E- th- Go ahead.
2: They 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 pump fifty percent moving to Ethereum from Solana. So it seems that moving chains will keep pumping it. That may be a strategy going
1: forward uh moving chains will pump it yeah i mean i'm seeing some people do that uh, but okay so what are they going to do next they're going to move from ethereum Arbitrum. can you migrate that well i guess you can you can't force migration but you can incentivize migration and that's what we have going on right now um yeah that's that's a uh, that's a good point that's one of the dynamics at play at this point in time is is moving chains. I don't I don't know why they would move to Arbitrum right now, but you never know. Right now they're incentivized on the uh, Polygon side. Uh, Moonbirds is one that I'm wondering about. It, it's 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 holding this 3.2 floor basically, but uh, I'm wondering how low can that one go? And uh, it seems like when you break a new level, it has crazy support at 3.2. It, like, is it time to buy, or do you think that like inevitably these just keep dropping?
2: And if I if I to answer that question, I'd probably be a, a lot richer. Um, it's hard to tell. I mean, I think it's 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 basically going to be based on sentiment and in what they're what they're going to do next. You know what I mean? I mean, I think they they kind of ixnayed a lot of their roadmap. You know what I mean? They got rid of high rise and they got rid of the token. So I think a lot of that, that that's partially the reason why I got, you know, priced down and then also just like sentiment. So there would have to be some like real reasons to continue to hold. I mean, like, why are people holding captains right now, right? Because like people are really excited about what they're, what they're building, what Ray's doing. Um, like, I, I think if you sat someone down, and you're like, why are you holding captains? That person's probably going to give you at least a paragraph, you know, you ask someone why they're holding Moonbird's you know it, does, it doesn't seem like they have the 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 same that you know the same kind of setup and, it, and it's hard to turn a ship you know what i mean in motion um, so it's a lot harder i think to turn this thing around and make it make moonbirds go up to 10 ETH. like you know what what kind of
1: catalyst would, would that take well that's a good question and it's a question that everyone that runs an nft project wants to answer uh, If you're a portal holder and you're in the Discord, I just shared the password before we share it on this show. Uh, So there you go. You can go claim it if you're in there. Don't share it if you're in the Discord, okay? Top secret. If you're a portal holder, it's in the Discord. Uh, Someone got number one. Shout out to Mr. Wizard. You got edition number one. Um, Someone said, how did I get four? It's because we only shared it in the Discord. Portal holders get an advantage and we're going to add more advantages for portal holders and we're going to add more dynamics to this. It's not like you're collecting for no reason. Okay? We don't do things for uh, uh, mindlessly at this point in time. We have an objective and uh, we, we hope to reward you as a result of collecting. So if you have a portal, you can uh, hop in the Discord and the password is in there. We'll drop it in a moment.
0: Um. Real quick, uh, one of the things I was I was thinking about Nick while you're you're talking about Moonbirds and, and CloneX and Doodles kind of in that mix as well is I'm curious if you can make the comparison of like floor price or market cap relative to the the Treasury or the War Chest these projects have um, because it does feel like hey, these guys have to be sticking around and they have enough money for three four five plus years to be able to at least get something right. Um, the only thing is, is where do you find that that line between the two? But they they probably have enough resources to be able to attack or take a few different avenues. And at my thesis, at least something has to stick to rebuild that sentiment within the community. Does that mean floor price go up? I don't know, but it's definitely something I've I've been thinking about as these uh, have been chopping down for the last like six months or so.
2: Yeah, because I mean, like even arguably, like Pixelmon has a similar treasury. Uh, doodles, similar treasury to moonbirds, I think. Um, so I, I think it it depends on you know how that how they deploy it, right what what that goes into?
1: Maybe they can give us a million bucks, two million bucks. that would go a long way. Help a fellow you know nft project out. If we uh, we're probably gonna end up doing another raise or something if uh, because I, I I see value in having resources and uh, you can buy. Or you can hire um, high-paid employees. Essentially, um, it's really difficult um, on a uh, limited. Uh, like it's it, it it's difficult um, when you're on a when you're on a shoestring budget. Uh, we've been pulling it off though, um, and uh, yeah, we're, we we have this platform, which again, if you're a portal holder, you can uh, go and claim. With the password that's in the uh, Discord, and there's going to be more um, dynamics that's going on. You know, I had a deep thought today, Kicks. This is particularly relevant for you. What if the entire NFT space is a game, and that uh, it is gaming? All NFTs are gaming. That was the thought I was having, because I think all marketing in this space is gaming and it's game dynamics, essentially. And a lot of people are doing things. Um, Now, the the reality, though, is a lot of the uh, holders of the NFTs don't get to participate in some of those game dynamics, so they don't feel like they're players. And the key thing is, how do you integrate them so they feel like they're players? And I think what Yuga's doing is the beginnings of that. I think what we see with what Invisible Friends is doing is a piece of that, right? There's some game dynamics, which is built around Twitter engagement. Inevitably, I think there's a chance here that we're all uh building games essentially as and yeah yeah, yeah. i mean like exper- like
2: experiences in games are you know like similar in a lot of senses i mean like look look what's happening with with like captains and potatoes right like where like you can stake you can stake them as a team or like individually and you're earning these mythic maps right like that's a game that in and of itself is a gamified NFT experience. And then just understanding, trying to figure out how much these things should be worth and where they could go and when's a good time to buy and sell is also kind of a gamified experience for sure. I think like just too many people think that, you know, games are Call of Duty, right? And like, look at some of the most popular games of all time, like Words with Friends, right? Like like games, games like that, like Words with Friends it's not Call of Duty, but Words with Friends is is a game. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff in NFTs where we kind of like blend experiences and,
1: and games um, together. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for all those things. Allowless, our games. The book I've been reading is The Art of Game Design by Jesse Schell, which is basically a textbook on uh, game design. And the word, that, the key word you use there, which is early on in the book is experiences. All of these things are experiences. And when the NFT space talks about them, the in-person uh, experiences are part of that. The question is, is how do you blend all that together? And a lot of the books like uh, Ready Player One uh, that refers to, you know, a future metaverse there, it's integrated in between real life and then also the game that you're playing. And I think that that's something which, uh, which is kind of where we're headed uh, with a lot of this. It, it's, it's a, I, I just think all of the game dynamics, like we've only seen the beginnings of this uh, process. Um, so regardless, it's exciting, but um, it was something that I realized, which a lot of people think about um, even D gods at this point, or, or, or pretty much any project, there's like certain actions that you need to take in order to be eligible for other steps in it. That is a game. Like inherently, that is just a game. And they're basic games. They're simple. And in this case, the, everybody's favorite game is one that's tied to money. Uh, that's why also the gambling industry is so popular. And I think that, uh, uh, the, the, legal gaming industry, if you want to call it, um, they call it the gaming industry. Uh, it, yeah. w- when you go, when you go to the gambling, the gambling yeah. space, they don't call it gambling. They call it the gaming, uh, industry.
2: Yeah. I remember like hearing someone, he's like, I've been in the gaming industry for 10 years. I was like, Oh, what kind of like video games did you build? And he's like slot machines. I was like,
1: Oh. Slot machines are like, I mean, it's just random chance, but with like, I mean, it's as basic as it gets. So, I don't know. I think there's a lot of uh, interesting things to roll out here and uh, we're thinking about that as well. Uh, You've seen some, the beginnings of that on our site, but a lot of the things that you collect right now are gonna have an impact on uh, the things that we roll out in the future. And like I said, if you're a portal holder, our focus is on uh, rewarding you uh, the most um, through this entire process. So uh, it's iterative for us to get there. Um, but if you were in the Discord, you got the password already. We'll give the, uh, the password if you don't have one for the rest of everybody at the end of this show. Um, I said I would let people up and we have a couple of people. Well, we have two requested speakers First, we got Noah Meat Sauce, who's been waiting. How uh, are the meatballs, Noah.
5: Oh, Nick, I know you love my meat sauce. I'm making it fresh and special just for NFT NYC. Make sure you <laughs> oh, come by the creepy. public hotels. We're co-sponsoring the D-Gods event, the best meat sauce in town. How are you, baby?
1: Uh, doing pretty well what uh what uh, are you coming to the portal event that? that's the real question
5: oh no i'm not going to nft nyc i'll, I'll be on a beach in florida enjoying this oh, okay all right well which which
1: uh which project are you uh watching right now what do you mean which
5: project i'm watching this is a show the show about projects. nfts no I, I know what's about nfts but i'm watching all the projects everyone's watching all the projects like you want to play you want an alpha kind of play?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm looking for here. Uh,
5: there we go. I, I think Rafik Anadol is super interesting right now from an art kind of play. Just seeing these photos of the amount of people in front of it. And I feel there's an upcoming burn. I know none of those people who are gathered in front of it know how to buy the NFT, let alone participate in the burn. But I feel like all of them kind of want a piece of it. So I feel like there's definitely like an opportunity there to participate.
1: Uh Rafik Anadol, which so which collection should should we be looking
5: at? The MoMA balls. I have no idea what it's called, but it's the balls. They're like orbs. Okay, Rafik
1: Anadol, you want to look that up Clemente?
0: Is it Unsupervised Data Universe MoMA I by Rafik Anadol?
5: Yeah. They're like balls. There's only one that are balls. So it's three balls get you like an animated version of the screen actually from MoMA. He's going to kill me for describing it as balls. Uh, Six balls, I think, gets you a print and then a 3D print of the ball. And I think he was saying it costs like $3,000 just to fabricate each ball. To give you an idea of like the the value of it, I guess. And then if you burn the first 100 people to burn nine balls, get a, uh, I think it's a one of 100, like the top moments from the exhibition at MoMA. So those are all animated as well. And so these are big balls. Is that what you would say? I mean, for someone who works with meat sauce, I got to say these balls are very attractive, Nick. Okay, well,
1: I I was just wondering about that. Well, appreciate that one, Rafik Anadol. Google MoMA balls. I, we think that it's unsupervised, but I can't tell. Like, I don't know how you would print this in a three D. Like, I, I have no idea how this would be printed. I don't think this this can't be it.
5: No, it is.
1: That's it. The unsupervised yeah, thing.
5: So he bought this top of the like. I went on. He did a um. Not as no. It was a Zoom call. It was actually kind of cool. Instead of a Discord call, it's like a Zoom call. And he went into all the updates for the year. And like, yeah, he was saying he bought this like new, like uh, top of the line 3D printer. And it costs like half a million dollars. But like, it's going to be insane. So I'm like excited to see it because I don't think I've ever seen that tech in general.
1: Well, Rafiq Anadol's balls uh, are big and uh, interesting. MoMA has uh, wanted to be involved with Rafiq's balls, so that's a good uh, promising thing. If you're interested in buying them, Unsupervised Data Universe is the name of the project on OpenSea. Uh, Floor price of .285. Thanks for that one. Uh, We also got on stage,
6: uh, there was someone else that was up. It looks like Sheba King what's going on guys good afternoon good morning I heard you guys talking about New York and nfts so that's what I'm doing today I'm I'm lucky to live in New Jersey so I just gotta get in my Mazda and drive 20 minutes I don't have to take a plane for this one but uh man I'm looking at I don't know if uh,
1: the fact that you drive a Mazda maybe uh may disqualify you from hey, commentary hey, on the nft market
6: hey, hey 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 if you got into a Mazda CX-5 it fits five people and it pretty much drives itself almost like a Tesla, except if you let go of the wheel for more than like 20 seconds, you'll crash. But it's the closest I'm getting to a Tesla. We haven't hit that bull run yet, so I can't really sell my Utes until it's worth like, you know, at least 50K so I can get a Tesla. But I know there's a few NFT projects I'm looking at, um, but I, I'm very optimistic on what this year is going to bring to the space. I mean, we see Bitcoin at 30K. I'm not bullish yet. This could be a trap. We can go all the way back down to 10K, who knows? But uh, good vibes though in New York City. I'm excited to see anybody that's there. Just wanted to say good morning, you guys. What up? Bunny, how are you? Easy, everybody. Hope you're having a good day. Any of you nerds going to New York or you guys are going to sit in your homes in your basements? I'm not sure
1: how this works. We, You're not sure how this works? Well, I live in New York, okay? While you're over there, over in New Jersey, driving a Mazda, I'm out here in New York uh, hopping on the subway and just heading over to whatever event I want to go to are primarily my e-bike.
6: Oh, let's go. Okay. E-bikes are good. They're very good for... Um, you know, just getting around in New York City. Not that safe, but so you're, I'm going to maybe see you IRL some I've had a couple of accidents, yeah. Oh, no, Got to be careful, <laughs> Nick. We don't want you getting hurt out there. But lawsuits, you can always go for a lawsuit. It might take you 10, 15 years to get the money. But we were talking about it yesterday that the United States probably has, like, a, the biggest number of lawsuits, at least in New York City or some of these major places. So. Is there any project that you're looking at, any alpha that you can share here, Sheba? I would say sappy seals, but Wob is just gonna fud me, so I'm just gonna say Ute's. Uh, you know, I got this bad boy back in November, and uh, Frank promised me it would moon. So far, he did a pretty good job, so I'm gonna bank on Frank for the for this New York City event. Hopefully, I get to see him again, shake his hand, maybe do a shooey. We'll see how it goes.
1: Uh, well, are you gonna be at our event?
6: Um, which one is your event? <laughs>
1: This is offensive. Uh, there's
6: a lot of regret. Get this guy off stage, Clemente. Listen, there's a lot of things going on. It's hard to keep track of it. I actually wrote it down in a piece of paper like I'm from 1998 because I couldn't – Look,
1: go to our Twitter account,
4: Nifty, Nifty Portal.
6: i it out right now. Sorry to disrespect. And... You know
4: there was computers in 98, right? Yeah,
6: but yeah. I don't like it. I, I I don't like calendars and phones. It's I don't like the organization. I'd rather just have it in a piece of paper in my pocket. Oh, this is nice. I'll definitely check it out. You sure
1: you live in New Jersey and not in some, like, mountainous region of Pennsylvania? Oh,
6: absolutely not. No, those are, the, like, the weird New Jersey people. No, I live in the, like, the really compact, it's pretty much New York City over here. It's pretty much New York City, not so tall buildings, and, and you could honk here. It's legal to turn right and honk in New Jersey. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, um, appreciate that. Uh, the, the alpha here is attend our event and never come on stage talking about someone else's without a deep understanding of us, Okay. If you ever do that again, just going to get slaughtered, just absolutely slaughtered. We're a murderous bunch.
6: Very friendly. Don't though. do that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Shiba dog. I'm, I'm pretty cute. And, and you know, I'm not really here to assault anybody, but I, I was, well, Shiba, Shiba dogs
1: don't drive cars. So if you're doing that, that's a little bit dangerous there. Uh, Mr. Shiba <laughs> apples over vapes. Uh, how's it going? And do you got any alpha for us?
0: They're not. They're not on stage. Oh, exactly.
1: they're not on stage.
4: They're requested. My
1: apologies.
4: Hey guys. Hey, how's it going? I'm going, uh, doing good. Uh, Nick, how are you guys? We're doing well. Question is, do you have any alpha? All right. So yeah, I do. Um, my first alpha is to attend Nifty Portals events. And um, there we go. Shake PO's hand and Nifty Nick's hand.
1: I'll give you a pound. I'd prefer that. I don't, uh, dude. If I shake everyone's hand,
4: bro, it's not COVID's not a thing anymore. Like you can, you can hug people now. <laughs> okay,
1: I, what I was saying is I don't shake hands, but I do make out. So I make out with literally everyone that I meet. So if you're interested in that, swapping some spit, let me know. Uh, but what, uh, is that you got any other alpha?
4: Jesus Christ. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I did, but I mean. So Dylan Wade has a mint. Um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, it's going on right now uh, today. There's some Reddit stuff. Uh, Reddit avatars coming out later in the afternoon. You need a credit card. Uh, we're gonna be. They're gonna be using fiat for that. So call your banks. Let them know that you know it's not some random transaction. Uh, there's also the guy who made Dogecoin. Um, he has like another release for. 10,000 free mints on Magic Eden today, I think at like three or o'clock for whitelist and then like four for uh, uh, the public. Um, There's like a couple other things going on right now, but like that's like the main stuff I would keep my eyes on.
1: Uh, Well, I like that one. I appreciate the tip. Thanks for coming and we'll see you at the event. Looking forward to making out with you and sucking on your tongue. If you're interested in the uh, NFT for today that's free, uh, I, got, I got the password for you, okay? If you didn't have the portal, um, you can go get it. And the way that you get that is with the code BENEATH, B-E-N-E-A-T-H. That's how you spell BENEATH. There's above and below. What's what's the equivalent of BENEATH in uh, for, for above? What would be that, you know? I don't know. That's that's a challenging thing for me to figure out. These are challenging words. Uh, this one on here, I'm excited about today's NFT. This is a mo- uh, this is a major milestone on our uh, roadmap. This will be unmasking the mask. So very excited about that. Um, we had Jesse in the Discord talking some smack also, and I, I punched back, and uh, dude hasn't responded. It seems like I knocked him out. Just shout-out to Jesse. Big fan.
5: <laughs> so, uh,
1: look, I feel like we got enough alpha. This is good. Um, let's just wrap it. Thanks to everybody for joining. If you're on the YouTube, like and subscribe. If you're on Twitter, just follow us. Retweet the show. Go grab your free NFT. It's Beneath nifty.com slash claim. We'll see, the, see you there. And remember, check out uh, our event. It's, uh, I, I think it's pinned on Twitter potentially, or it's one of the top tweets. So we'll see you on Thursday if you're in New York. I uh, would love to see you. Uh, Pio uh, has texted me that he's going to be making out with everybody. That's just disgusting, Pio. Uh, and we'll see you there. Have a great rest of your day.